Hello, everybody. Uh, first and foremost, we want to say thank you very much for listening to our Seven Days podcast. We appreciate all the feedback that we've received. Uh, now, if you like the Seven Days podcast, Shoshana, can you tell our people what they need to do? Well, number one, you need to subscribe if you haven't already. There'll be a button which will say follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So make sure you click that because that'll tell you when a new podcast is out, which is every fortnight. Mm. The second thing you need to do is share it. Get it around. Tell all your friends or uh, particularly, I guess, any creative friends. If when you're listening to this, you're like, oh, this person comes to mind. Go tell them about it. Go share it. Get them to have a little old listen to it. Because um, we want everyone to enjoy and listen to the podcast, you know? Agreed. Very well put, Shoshana. Look, we hope you enjoy this episode. It was a lot of fun to do. Uh, we love you all. Click subscribe and we'll see you soon. Catch ya. And God saw everything that he had made. And behold, it was very good. listeners <laughs> what Welcome a start to our newest podcast what a start that was what a start hey uh i'm dan i'm shush and today we have William. james <laughs> <laughs> we did say first in best dressed in terms of names and you were both a firecracker <laughs> all right all right let's go let's try one more time <laughs> who've we who've we got first william and James. Hey! Hey! Oh, that was perfect. That was awesome. I love it. You know it. how we were talking about editing? That is not getting edited out. <laughs> Just letting you guys know. It's gold. Oh, so it's we're, we're going to touch on, I guess, uh, the a bit more around your character and who you are. But first, what we like to do, first thing is ask you just a group of probably silly questions, just so people get to know you a bit better and mm-hmm. some odd things about you. So... Mm-hmm. Very Let's kick off with this. Of your Very life. important. It's called the fast five. So we're meant to just first first answer that comes to head say. Um, however, this segment normally goes longer than that. So and mainly because of Dan and I. Yes. Just yes. Talking. <laughs> so I, I'll start, Shush, if all that's right, all right. You start. So my first question to both of you uh, is: What have you binged recently? Oh, nice. The Orville. The Orville. Ah. The, is it good? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Uh, Seth MacFarlane, um, so yep. maybe not everyone's cup of tea, but yeah. uh, it's kind of a Star Trek, Star Warsy type thing with some humour mixed in. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, cool. Beautiful. Super cool. Will? How about you, Will? I've been binging Designated Survivor on Netflix. Oh, is that the one where he's like fifth in the rank of president and everyone dies in front of him and he becomes president? Is that what that is? Pretty much, yeah. 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 Yeah, there you I, go. I started binging it quite a while ago and um, so I decided I should finish it off. <laughs> I do that all the time. I get like halfway yeah. through a series and then I lose interest or something happens, I never finish it. It's terrible. Yeah, it kind of went downhill, so oh, <laughs> it's done now. <laughs> it's done. It's over. Um, <laughs> all right, second question. Get your go back to your childhood or, or kids or whatever. Big Ted or Jemima? Big Ted. Is it sad? I don't know 
what those two are. <laughs> Will that on was play a great school. Question. Thank you. On on play school. Do you remember like the toys and there was like Jemima and oh no. I'll go Will's with just Big shaking Ted. his head at me. Yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> Big Ted. Big Not Ted. a play school person. That's good. We found out something about you. It's true. All right. The next one is if you had a boat, what would you name it? <laughs> I love mm. this. Visitation, so that I can say that I'm out on visitation. Oh, yes. Ah. That's so good. I like that. I haven't thought about this one before. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I it might get my some boat. people stuck. I might have to pass on this one. I do not have a name. You could call it Will Searle or something. There you go. You know, I could just name call it, it the, William. Yep. Yep. the William. The William. <laughs> that works. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> so good. All right. Would you rather always have to eat standing up or always have to enter your car through the boot? I reckon car through the boot. Car through the boot. Mm. Would rather sit eating, eat sitting down. Yep. Mm, I think so. Fair enough. I'm not sure. I guess (laughs) I'll probably probably say through the boot as well because I have a really large SUV, so it's really not difficult (laughs) getting into my car anyway. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's an interesting question. It's very youth ministry. I I, I just took it from a youth group. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And the last one of our Fast Five. What is the one movie you can watch over and over and Mm. over and not get sick of? Ooh. We're really stumping these guys today, Shush. They're just such good questions. (laughs) They are. (laughs) I reckon I'm going to say Get Smart. I love Get Smart. There's probably a lot of them that I can watch over and over because I love all those old classics re-watching them, but I'm going to say Get Smart. Mm. Yeah, good one. Good one. Yeah, I I think I will go back a little bit further and say True Lies with Arnie Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, good Um, movie. I think it just has the perfect balance of action, quick one-liners and a bit of comedy. That's a good answer. That, just that so thought you... went a long way. I really yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> just, just so we all know, mine is Dante's Peak. Does anyone know oh, what that is? Oh, that's movie a classic. Is? It is so bad, but I will watch it every that's day. So good. No dramas. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> well, we've learned something about all of you now. <laughs> yeah, there you so go. I just had to put that in because I just thought mine was Dante's Peak, and that's so weird. But anyway, uh, oh, well good. done. Fast five over. Well done, guys. You made we it. Survived it. Good work. All right, so let, let's let's get into the the grit here, shush. Yeah, let's do it. So, um, essentially, before we get into it all, we do want to know a little bit about you, in case people who are listening don't know you at all. So, I guess, can you each tell us a rough overview of kind of who you are and your interests, and I guess why did we come to you to talk about to come on the podcast? What what are your interests, and I guess what are your um. Why you uh, got like skin in the game as such, you know, because you're both wonderful and experienced in what you do. So we just want to share that with everyone listening, if that makes sense. Yep. Cool. Do you want to take it, Will? Sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I still haven't worked this thing. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so uh, James Cox, um, my parents are or were core officers. They're retired now. Um, I used to work in the Salvation Army in the IT department for 13-odd years. Um, I attend MacArthur Corps and have attended other corps, as officers' kids normally do. We 
kind of go around bits and pieces. Um, I'm now married. I have three beautiful children. Um, I love Lego, just as an aside, um, <laughs> building things. <laughs> um, but I love um, all things tech. In fact, um, I'm even open to say that I would be addicted to technology, um, you know, just putting everything out there on, on the table. <laughs> uh, I absolutely love technology. Uh, my current job at the moment is um, I build mobile applications. I've got a small team. Um, we're building uh, a mobile application uh, to connect nurses and hospitals together. Um, but outside development stuff, um, I'm heaps keen and passionate on AB tech. Um, absolutely love it. Um, and I think uh, I've been doing tech around 20 years. I started getting into it when I was about 15 years old. So if you are really good at maths, you can probably work out my age from there. Um, yeah, so I, you know, do all things tech in the core. Um, do love doing tech at things like camp. So equips coming up. So heaps pumped and stoked for that. Um, but yeah, that's me. Okay, so um, I'm William. I um, am from Wollongong in New South Wales, and um, I attend Wollongong Core. Um, throughout the week, I run a company which installs audiovisual bits and pieces around the place. Um, so I guess, um, yeah, that's really my passion. I love audiovisual. I love tech. Um, and I do also love Lego. I have to agree with you, Jimmy, on that one. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Lego. I've got probably got way too much around the house. Um, but, yeah, that's me. Beautiful. So good. <clears throat> Can I ask a question straight away from that? We're going to go into something else, but I want to ask something really quickly. You mentioned AV and tech. Can you give, like, the the dummies guide to what these things actually are? Because you hear, like, terms. There will be people that are listening to this that are like, I hear the term tech and I think slides on a on a wall like or what can you just quickly give us the brief overview of te what is av and what distinguishes that from other things that are in tech yep so i think av is anything that makes a sound or shows you words on a screen or lights something up and we normally speak about that from a church context um and i think the word tech is much wider it's anything technology so you know it and av but yeah that's basically what av is i think mm. at least yeah i think from a church perspective uh anything that's not a songbook or a, <laughs> a song <laughs> leaflet <laughs> so not no pen and paper business yeah anything that has a bit of electricity running through it um a being audio v being visual yeah mm -hmm. well thanks for clearing that up I actually asked that question for me, no one else. Yeah. Just, just my personal question. Yeah. <laughs> also, can you expand on just what what's your spiritual journey been? Like, like you mentioned that you're an officer's kid, so I'm assuming you grew up pretty much going to church. Will might be the same, but what? Yeah, what's kind of been the spiritual journey up until this point? Yeah. Um, so, being an officer's kid. Um, have been going to church pretty well all my life. Um, well, that I can remember. <laughs> um, look, I think the good thing that I take away is uh, that my mum and dad are heaps proud that they've got four boys and all four of us are still church attenders and still 
self-proclaimed Christians. Um, so I take pride in that. Um, but definitely, um, I can't honestly remember the very first time that I committed my life to the Lord. Um, I do vaguely remember recommitment type ceremonies or days or whatever, um, but have definitely been in the church. I love being in the church. I love being a Christian. And, um, you know, there are still days that are as tough as nails, um, but that's for everybody. And, you know, Christians aren't immune to that. So, yeah. 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 So, um, I'm pretty much the same. I've attended Wollongong Corps down here pretty much all my life. I, um, my parents brought me along when I was very young um, and I've gone through all the usual Sunday schools, junior soldiers, corps cadets and what, whatever else we did um, as kids. Um, and uh, I especially went to all the kind of the youth events where we used to have the old youth councils and the old music camps and... Um, they, I guess that's why I'm so passionate about those events and especially music camp um, or equip as it's now known. Um, um, yeah, they were uh, pinnacle points in my journey. Um, so that's why I love being a part of those and um, making them pinnacle points in other people's journeys. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I mean, I'm just go a bit tapping on that. Your heart of like, hey, this is crazy big moments for me mm. so i want to make that for the next generation i love that servant yeah, heart which is so evident in both of you and i'm sure will come out in this podcast but you have beautiful servant hearts for <laughs> jesus and it's the best anyway <laughs> all right i'm trying to think what is the best way to i guess uh inspire and instill different knowledge in people around tech that don't already know it right and so when i when I hear like church AV, I will probably, to a detriment, put it in its own bubble, right? So mm. in its own kind of, I guess, uh, it's its own department, some would say. They're the guys that sit at the back. They keep to themselves, those kind of things. Now, I actually, I think we just are going to get right into it because the main thing we want to get out of you guys is like AV and worship for you. Yeah. Um, I think it's overlooked as a worship element, probably, yeah. which is so interesting because it's the thing we probably see the most. like And rely on. And rely on so much. Like you think about an entire church service, AV's pretty much going the whole time. Like the preacher uses it, the band use it, uh, the pre and post, there's slides going or something. Like the entire time, AV is incorporated into it. And I guess like... We just want to hear your heart around, I guess, what that means to you and like yeah. the worship behind that and the heart that you have around that, um, which I think is super overlooked and how much of a of a team that is, but also how much that encompasses everyone in the church and how that need that communication needs to be there. So hopefully I'm not putting words in your mouth. I'm This is my general thinking. I'm just, yeah, can you kind of speak to... What AV means to you worship-wise um, and the impact that has on your life? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for a couple of years running now at a quick camp, um, one of the big things that I try and teach uh, the youth who are interested in doing tech is to get out of the booth or move outside of the, the sound booth. Um, it's It's really an easy tracking to kind of just sit in that little box um, and be 
separate from everybody. Um, I'll go out on a limb here and say that probably most AV techs are introverted and probably don't want to talk to a lot of people. Um, but I, I do strongly make it a habit um, that I will always go down, walk the room, um, get down to the stage and, you know, have the conversations with the worship team um, because without them and without the preacher or with, without anyone on the stage, what I'm doing is really pointless. There's no reason for me being there without those guys on the stage. And without the guys on the stage, they can't effectively do what they do yeah. without me and my team and, and my talents. So I very much see tech as the extended part of the worship team family. Yeah. Um, in this day and age, we can't have one without the other. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I see a lot of engagement in worship, like looking around the congregation as we're in the middle of worship, um, and it just gives me this elated feeling that I'm adding to, um, I guess, the atmosphere of the room, allowing them to have this place of, of, of worship that's undisturbed um, and undeterred from, from anything else. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I could only back up what you've just said, Jimmy. Um, I think it's um, – I've seen it done well and I've seen it done not well. Mm -hmm. um, and I think – um, what really defines it when you do it well is where all your teams are working together. Like no team is more important than any other team. Yeah. Um, and when you, you know, you're really working well with your, your preachers, your bands and every other team involved um, and you're all on the same page, um, really does something different in worship. And mm -hmm. um, I think that's really important. Um, yeah, and I think we as... Um, tech people or as AV people can really make a, um, uh, a a space where you can worship, an atmosphere where you can worship mm. um, and, and again you know, you can do that by uh, you know, keeping in mind every all the other teams that have to do things in the service but um, I really think we have that gift that um, we, we can make that worship environment um, mm. yeah yeah yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's interesting you're hearing to talk about that because obviously I agree with that. But I'm also like, I'm just trying to think to worship environments that I've been a part of with, at like, at, let's just call it AV. With AV, like, I feel like it doesn't get noticed unless it's a negative. <clears throat> Have yeah. you guys mm. experienced that? Mm. Like, like I'm kind of like... Like, AV's just expected to be there. Like, if the, if the chorus of the... If you're putting words up, or something like that. Let's use that as an example. If the words are behind, you notice the tech team. If the words are fine, you have no idea that anyone's mm. even doing mm -hmm. it, right? So I guess speaking to the introvertedness of tech people, as you said, James, like um, does that kind of have an impact on you guys personally? Like do you feel like... Do you feel like you're getting... Uh, I don't want to say credit because obviously the, your hearts are so in the right place but mm. is it hard to constantly battle the fact that maybe people don't notice what you do in some aspect sorry if i'm speaking out of turn here but yeah um yeah look i think um you know there have been a few times where for me at least um you know i've been under the pump trying to get whatever it was working because there's been some hiccup 
which always happens in tech, it, you know, that stuff happens. Um, and, you know, you get the one or two or five people, especially in the back row, kind of turn around and give you those those looks and you're like, oh, yeah, just leave me alone. It, you know, yeah. if stuff yeah. happens. and yeah. But, you know, I've, I've, I've personally learned to just have a thick skin and I know if this stuff happens, I can't do anything about it. To, my mm. best, to the best of my ability, I will try and fix it. But, you know, it, it does happen. Um, and the only thing I could say to those people, not that I verbally say this, is that, you know, they don't understand what really is going on. They don't, they don't have the comprehension. And so all they can do is, is in a sense, play the blame game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're, you're the guy. Why aren't you making this work? Well, we are. You just need to, you know, bear with us a bit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's – I think um, it, it's kind of the you don't know what you've got until it's gone yeah. type yeah. scenario, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, we, we came up to a point where um, just recently we had to get a new data project because ours was just really dead, <laughs> like <laughs> like really faded background kind of thing. Um, and so for Easter, we hired in this data projector. It was amazing. You know, you could like, you could see everything. People were just, yes, we could read the words. It's fantastic. Um, and then obviously we had to take the hire back after Easter and we went back to our dodgy old projector and people were like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, we see what, you know, what having good tech means. You know, we yeah. can actually read the screen if we have a good projector. Um, yeah. You know, it's kind of light bulb moment for them. But they wouldn't have realised that until we'd actually – put in something good to replace something that was old. So mm. you know, mm. chicken and egg type stuff. Mm. Yeah. It's very interesting. Like I, I just like, so I'm like, I'm a music guy. So I'm like, oh yeah, the, the sound guy just keeps telling me to turn down. Like I'm, I'm like, like that kind of guy. I'm like, I, I, <laughs> oh, you're like, one of those. I, yeah. I, I get it a hundred percent. It's just such an interesting it's just an interesting observation now hearing you guys speaking. And mm. obviously, like, we, we did a tech gathering night the other night. And, look, I was just put in that because I know how to turn a computer on. But I got no idea about tech, mm-hmm. like, really. But um, just hearing hearts around this stuff is really important. Yeah. I think, mm. yeah, yeah, probably isn't really at the forefront of conversation around AV within yeah. a church setting. Now, it, it might be in different churches. I can't speak for the worldwide church. But... Um, yeah, it's just interesting to hear that, and yeah, it makes me want to hug our tech team, basically. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe less hugs and more coke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, we can <laughs> we can get into sugar and tech teams. That's that's a whole nother. Th- we need a whole nother podcast for that. I reckon. <laughs> can, can I ask one more? Sorry to hog the mic, Shush. No, but I'll just ask one other quick job. thing. Like natural inclination towards AV and tech, right? So so when you're looking, like I'm just, everything's through like either a music or a different creative art mindset for me. Like I'm like, do you notice like like natural ability and natural inclination to this stuff? Did that happen for you guys? Or was it something that you kind of were not pushed into just there was a need there so you went in there and then you learned more or was it like i really want to learn about this like james i know you were saying you love everything tech like is that just been a natural thing since day dot really you're just very interested in that stuff or i guess i'm just like if there's people listening that want to help with this or like i guess there's two people there's people that want to just serve and they'll do whatever they need to do to do that and sometimes whether we like that or not i feel like 
that can get pushed to go do the words or something to do with AV, right? But then there's other people who love tech and they want to get involved in this. So what can we kind of speak to that? Like what, yeah, was this a natural ability and natural inclination thing for you guys? And is that common, I guess? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I kind of definitely um, naturally kind of got into it I through school always liked it um I was helping I remember helping some of the teachers out in primary school with it um and then when I came across to high school same thing um yeah and then we um we down here at Wollongong moved into a new building which um opened some doors and opened some opportunities up to um having a bigger tech setup I guess you'd call it um and that's kind of where I started serving at, at church we um we used to have some night services, and um, I remember one of the um, one of our old AV volunteers here handing me a couple of park ends and saying, "Oh, can you make these work?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, how hard can it be?" You know, and I played around with them. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's one thing for me. I've kind of self-taught myself most of what I know, so it's it really comes down to just you know playing around with things and making them work or breaking them and then figuring out how to fix them again afterwards. Um, <laughs> Which happens a lot of the time, funnily enough. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was very natural for me. I I was never really pushed into it or, or anything like that. It was just a natural progression. What, what I like doing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I um, as an avid Lego builder, as I mentioned, um, uh, I actually recall the very first computer that I pulled apart, um, and I just had this curiosity of just seeing what was inside things. Um, so I was just always diving in and then feeling really guilty when I put it all back together and found I had like 10 screws left over and didn't know where to put them. <laughs> I, just, uh, I don't know, but, um, you know, but you know, I, I recall the very first AV tech thing that I got into, um, it, it was at church and I don't know if it was mum or dad, but they, they're like, Oh, Church about to start. We need someone on the OHP. You know, the old things that you put the slides yeah. on, yeah, for those yeah. who don't know what an OHP is. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, oh, yeah, no, front. I'll, I'll sit there. and Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. put them on back to front, yeah. Um, you know, so that's kind of where I started there. And then I went to TAFE to do a music course. I'm, I'm also a musician. Hmm. Um, and part of the music course is that we had to actually record some of our music. And when I walked into that recording studio, um, it was like, this is it. This is, this is where I want to be. This is my room. You know, I want a recording studio. I want this stuff. Um, and it just kind of like shot off like, like fire from there. Mm. And I just yeah. had to look back. Mm. Mm. So good. I love it. I love just sitting back and listening in this podcast. Actually. I'm like, I'll just listen to you guys talk all day. This is great. <laughs> Yeah, obviously, there's like a, like, that's almost like a spiritual event, right? Like, walking <laughs> into something like that and saying, this is it. Like, not many people have yeah, that, I would so say. True. I'm going to blanket that statement, but, you know, I, I don't know if I've ever had that exact moment with anything, and I would consider myself in creative arts all the time. But, yeah, I, I guess obedience is a massive part of that and that's what I hear from that like you, you're sitting in this room and it's pretty easy to be like oh yeah I love this but I'm not going to chase this like there's obviously you had to act on that obedience and I don't know just commend you for that I think mm. that's that's really good and obviously like a spiritual moment 
Like, mm. and um, as as we've like dove into, that's worship for you, and mm. I think that's great, especially because there's a theme over. What we've been talking about a lot during this podcast is like there is obviously emphasis on what we know as worship being probably more music orientated as, as again, a blanket statement. Like it's actually there are people who don't associate music with worship and that's okay. You know what I mean? Like that's that's fine. Now, yeah. that's not you, James. Obviously, you're studying music like but... You know what I mean? It's it's about opening our eyes to all different forms of worship and celebrating yeah. them as much as we possibly can. And yeah, I, I love hearing this because it's something I've never had a conversation with like anyone about this really. So yeah, it's really good to, to hear those things. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't know about you, Will, um, but sometimes sitting at the larger events where we have, you know, massive moving lights and huge PA, sometimes I get the tingles you know, like just oh, it feels really good when when the band hits that really crisp, tight note and it just sounds awesome and the lights have just put in that massive effect on the stage. You just go, oh, that is, yep. that's it. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the room is just like snapped right there. Yeah. Yep. The Holy and Spirit tingles. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And I think people going. would get that without knowing why as well, right? Like yeah. as in like I think everyone in the room would be captivated by yeah. the what the AV are doing there and how everything's in cohesion and in unison, but they wouldn't know. They wouldn't be able to audibly yeah. tell you. Yeah. The way that those lights hit that note yeah. did something to me, but they would just know something happened, um, which is so interesting. Yeah. And I can't really get my head around that, but I love it. How does that, it's like all the different like AV tech elements are building, right? They're all building on each other and all supporting so that this thing can happen. And so people might go, they might even go, oh, when the band hit that. But what they don't realize is all the little things that have built up. So mm. the preacher can can do that thing or the band can do that thing. And it's it's all built, not all of it, but a lot of it is all this tech support, which like I don't in a way shouldn't be unless in some cases it might be the focus but in a way they often shouldn't be the focus they should be supporting this other aspect of worship but it builds up to that high and is so often we don't see that we just see the the top bit not it's like the iceberg you know that Mm. image with the iceberg we all see the tip but we don't see what happens under the water that is leading to that tip you know Mm. so we've kind of spoken around the cohesion between AV, music, uh, the preacher, everyone involved in leadership, I guess, of of a service. Um, We've also kind of gone into what actually worship is with AV. Can we speak into your day jobs a little bit? Like, you're both involved in AV avenues uh, in your day job. How does that, like, where do you see God in that? Mm. Is probably my question there. Yeah, where do you see God in your in your day job? Obviously, you're following the desires of your heart that God has given you. Um, but yeah, how does that kind of? There's a weird tension there between normally the secular and and the church. So how how do you kind of manage that, and how do you see God there? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I um I work with people that aren't Christian. But um, in my uh, my job that I have at the moment, which I've been there for three, four, somewhere about that many years, um, I've actually had the opportunity to have lots of conversations that just come up randomly, but are 
about God, Jesus, um, mm-hmm. even the Salvation Army. Uh, the guy I work with is really curious about all that type of stuff. Um, and yeah, I, I guess just being able to have those conversations mm-hmm. and being put in that situation where I can have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good and really important. You're using your gift to evangelize. Yeah. Effectively. Yeah. Yeah, taking hold of the opportunities that God places before you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a similar boat. So uh, the company I work for now, um, I've only been there just over six, maybe seven months now. Um, and I absolutely love these guys. They're like a second family now. Um, and they all know that I'm a Christian and that I go to church. Um, none of them are. Um, but they're happy to just accept me which is like the the opposite thing like we're we're supposed to accept everyone else (laughs) but they're they're actually accepting of me as a christian which is um it's an interesting um reversal concept um but you know just just like will has said um there's been some opportunities where you know questions have been asked and it's just i've been able to say oh yeah no i can i can input into this Mm. um you know i can talk about this um and uh, again, I, I think it, it's the people, um, but I don't feel any uh, anxiety or, you know, pull back to not express my faith um, with these guys at work, which is really cool because I know there's probably plenty of people out there, um, probably the majority of people out there that go to work and um, would feel like they'd be martyred if they even said the word Christian or God or Bible or, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> um, I'm definitely in one of those unique, wonderful positions. Mm. Mm. That's so good. No, it's really consistent with pretty much everyone we've had on this. Like... I know. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> Every time people start talking, I'm like, man, this is so consistent. God is like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Which is great because, like, at the end of the day, we just want to unify all this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we want people's creative art to be unified throughout yeah. the church and throughout yeah. the world, really. Um and so I guess this is just re-emphasizing. It's like this is 100%. this will be what our seventh or eighth eighth episode that is the same as mm. others, but with a different format. And I, yeah, yeah, I think that's just speaks to what God's doing in this space in general. Um, Which is, it's so biblical, right? Because it's yeah. just the body of Christ. Like it's yeah. all the it's the limbs, it's the legs, and and it's what you guys have been talking about like we can't have one without the other like you know you can't have 10 hands and no feet like whatever that passage is in the bible like you've got to have each other and yep. so yeah i love that this is like promoting that unity and promoting that i guess it's giving us an insight into other art forms and their perspectives so hopefully we can understand it better and then work together better creating that better culture where we're actually unified and we're valuing what that person does they've got a bit of a glimpse bit of an understanding and yeah just loving what they are respecting and valuing them because we need each other so much you know Mm, it's i just love that it has such a biblical undertone which is i mean of course like it, it makes sense, but I love that it comes out and the culture seems to be consistent in every episode and everyone we talk to. It's just, it's so great. I love it. Mm. It's like freedom in worship comes through the unity, right? Of yeah. Everything. Yeah. Like that's, that's how we get there. So yeah. 
No, it's really good. We're just we're just blabbling yeah, on sorry. about what we're hearing. <laughs> <That's> just... <laughs> we're all part of like the bigger worship team. We're all yeah. the worshippers, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Um, can I ask around? Uh, it's not controversial. I just don't want it to have a negative flair. But um, like burnout around mm. AV people. Um, from my experience, I've seen the same people doing the same thing for, I would say, almost 10 years now. Um, yeah, can you... Sp- is that like... Mm. Is that just my circumstances different to other people's or is that something you've noticed? Like, I know burnout is such a buzzword uh, and I really didn't want to use it, but I guess like <laughs> challenges around either not enough people or using mm. people too much in this area. Can you speak to that? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting. Um, I think, uh, what's the word people kind of look at the AV industry and I'm, I'm just going to label this as, um, you know, people just think it's a man's industry. Um, mm. you don't see a lot of women in tech mm. or I, I've not actually seen a lot of women in tech. Um, and the guys that are in tech have either studied it or are just deeply into it that they make it look like that really weird black box that you just, no, nah, we, we can't do any of that. So we'll just leave him in that space. And and there he sits for the next 10, 20 years doing the same thing. Um, and, you know, the thing with technology is that it's always changing. The thing that you buy brand new today is not brand new probably mm. in the next five minutes. So, yeah, you know, there's yeah. something new out every single time. Um, you know, and if, if you're just sitting there trying to be the guy with the brand new stuff, you will burn out mm. really, yeah. really quickly. And if you're a one-man team, you burn out even quicker. Yeah. Um, you know, doing everything all on your own. Yeah. Um, I think one of the one of the cool things that we're trying to do um, over here in Sydney um, is whenever we put on our youth events particularly, so like our youth councils and the quick camps or whatever, um, we try and mentor younger people and invite younger people onto the team um, because we know that it's impossible for us to stay here forever. Um, you know, I'm now married and have got three kids and as much as I love doing it, there's going to be a point in time where I've just got to say no and I've got to pass the baton on to someone and there has to be someone there. So mm. um, for us it's important, I think, that we mentor uh, the younger people um, and not to say that older people can't come on um, <laughs> I think Will you'll probably agree with me that if, if anyone comes up and asks hey I want to learn this thing we'll we'll gladly say yeah 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 come yeah, come yeah. come 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah but I think um, sometimes it is just that that black box of mystery um, and that's kind of one of the causes of being the lone wolf here that no one mm. like they look at all the all the gear and go oh that just looks way too complicated and just just not for me um and i think that's just that's one of the reasons for causing the isolation mm. um and then obviously yeah the, the second is we're not on teaching other people to come into our circle mm. Mm. Yeah, do you have like uh, any advice for if a core officer or a pastor of a church that might be struggling in this area is listening? 
do you have any advice for them to try and um i guess incorporate a culture that brings people up so that they're not relying on the one or they actually have someone to rely on like is there like you mentioned you're obviously mentoring younger people when you've got these divisional events on but what if what if they're from someone's perspective there is actually no one to mentor there like what yeah do you have any advice around that that's a hard one um yeah i guess you kind of got to have somewhere to start um Mm. i'd say look in most churches there'd be people that are willing to serve um and even if they don't have technical knowledge you know um the the basic of the basic church uh, really needs someone to you know press the next button on lyrics um you, you know small churches it's normally pretty um simple i guess to say the tech setup mm. yeah. um so i guess just just trying to find people that are willing to serve in that way and you know even if you say look can you you know um do the slides once a month or once every couple of months um and you, you might find that that person will find a an interest and in, you know um when they're doing it they'll they'll learn and they'll grow and you know you, you might find that team kind of develops organically but um yeah i'd say find anyone that's anyone that's willing to help yeah. <laughs> or never yeah. say no yeah. um and utilize them yeah. yeah yeah so what i'm hearing really is it's much more about the heart like the servant heart than the skill itself like yes. if you're willing like and you're like i want to help i've no idea what i'm doing but i'm here you know it's it's a skill right you can teach skills it might take some people five seconds it might take people five years you know but you can teach skills it's from what i'm hearing it's much more about the heart to be willing and able and serving you know yeah yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, um, and we'll probably agree with this, with Equip especially, um, where it's an elective, where mm-hmm. the campers choose to do our tech elective, we find, um, except for the, the ones where the parents have just said, no, you go to this elective, um, the, <laughs> the majority of our, uh, of our tech stream at, at Equip Camp are these young people who have the attitude, who have the heart mm. of wanting to mm. do this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, they might not have the technical ability or, you know, know half of, of anything <laughs> to do tech, yeah. but they've got the heart and the passion. They want to be there and doing it. And, yeah, that's definitely key. We can teach skills, uh, but we can't teach passion. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Boom. That's like a T-shirt right there. It's <laughs> like a T-shirt slogan. Uh, on a similar oh. level then, like advice to – so say there's a, there's a kid out there that's taking apart computers – and finding, you know, interest in, in those things at home. Like, do you have advice for that? Do you, If you've seen yourself in a younger person, do you have advice for them uh, moving forward in, in the AV industry, I guess? Do you have advice there? Look, I'd probably say um, a very easy way to start off is volunteering. And especially if you are, you know, younger, even in high school, I know um, around Wollongong and I'm guessing it's the same across Australia. Um, there's, um, we do kind of musicals, I guess you could call them musicals, concerts. I've never really been, so I don't really know what it is, but um, <laughs> they, they do something musical at the entertainment centre down here um, with school kids and they, um, they allow kids to come along and volunteer and I guess get to work alongside a large production company because it is, uh, even though it's a school production, it's done very well and done... Um, 
very professionally. Um, so like ev- events like that, that you can go along and just, even if you're just watching, you know, sitting there watching and nor- normally if you're along at one of those events, they'll get you to do some of the more basic jobs, but just get your head in the, um, you know, in the world of AV and um, get mm. your foot in the door. Um, that's kind of where I started from. And um, normally you'll find if you are committed and you know, you're, you know, you put your best foot forward and um, give it your all, um, somebody will kind of pick up on that and say, oh, well, can you help me at this event? And, you know, um, gradually you'll get into um, the paid workforce. But, yeah, you've really – it's um, – I used to say at the old company I used to work for, we used to get lots of people with resumes come in and um, they'd have all these qualifications on there. And um, I used to say, yep, cool, I'll get them to come to an event with me and I'll actually see what they actually know because um, – <laughs> AV is not something that can be explained by a bit of paper. Mm. Um, so it's really about real world experience and their passion behind it. Um, mm-hmm. That really makes makes or breaks. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, if you are a kid and, you know, you you love doing this, this technical stuff, um, from a church point of view, uh, I think one of the best things you can do, um, now obviously you're restricted with your parents, but um, try and get there as early as you can and stay back after church as late as you can um, because techies are usually the first ones to arrive and the last to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just it's not just about being behind the mixer. There's so much more in tech. Um, you know, if if the stage needs to be cleaned, just put your hand up and say, yeah, I'll, I'll clear off the stage for you. Um, you know, if they need to pack up some microphone leads, yeah, 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 put your hand up. I'll, I'll roll the leads for you. If you need to, at the end of church, oh, I'll, I'll go pick up the microphone so you don't have to. Um, you know, that stuff, it sounds really small and lame and, and just, you know, repetitive tasks, but that's the bulk of tech work, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> and, you know, if, if, if the senior techie or whoever's doing tech notices that you as a young person is, you know, really keen on that and you're getting in and helping every week doing these things, then they'll want you on the team. But I, yeah. I, I want to re- kind of reverse that as well um, to any veterans who are sitting behind the console. Um, don't don't just push away the little kid who is asking the questions because chances are they, they legit want to be on your team and want to help you. Um, and we've, you know, we've got too few of these people, so yeah. don't push them away. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, mentor them and... and give them tasks to do and help them out. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's I, a great point. Yeah. I want to, I meant to say this before and I forgot, but you've, you've reminded me, James, um, in the idea of a few, not a lot of people to, you know, mentor or bring up or whatever um, in tech and when you need people, I think another thing I would suggest as someone who's not really a techie um, is pray, right? Because the Bible says like, the harvest, the labor is a few, and the harvest, no, harvest is full, the labor is a few. That verse, mm. you know what I'm talking about. I'm not very articulate today. But, um, like, that includes our ministries within the church, you know, things like tech and all this. Pray for people to come in. You never know what God's going to do. So, yes, have a look around what you do have. But if you can't find people there, pray. Pray that God would bring those people. And I pray, I guess, for people listening who are like, ah, I don't have anyone. Like, I pray that God would 
give you someone. God would open doors, whether it's someone new or whether maybe it's just a random connection through a family store or whatever who happens to go, oh, yeah, I'm interested in AV. I'll come and help you out on a Sunday morning, you know. Um, Yeah, I pray that God would bring up more more techies and also i'm gonna put in there more female techies um i worked in the theater for a hot minute doing like lighting and sound and stuff and like so passionate about females in those spaces so let's go girls come on but also guys too we'll take them all yep we'll take anyone rant Um, over no that is good well done shush great rant oh thanks so much um i think we should do some honoring yeah. What do you think, Shush? Yep, 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 um, yep. Oh, I, I just want to honour you both for being the first person there and the last person to yes. leave yep. for such a long time. Uh, and just honour the heart that you guys have, uh, the heart that you have for unity and for actually seeing Jesus' kingdom come, however that looks. Like, it is obvious that... You're not being bound by your own traditions or religions. Like you're doing what what you believe Jesus wants you to do. And so I just want to honor you for that. I want to honor you for taking those dirty looks sometimes when <laughs> the mic doesn't work or yeah. or the words aren't right. Like I just want to say, I just honor you for taking that and taking that on in possibly a very unrecognized space that yeah. is quite uh, isolated in some aspects. So just thank you so much for that. I want to honor your parents, James, for like oh, you you mentioned before that all your all your brothers is it just brothers or brothers and sisters? Yeah, just three brothers. Three brothers. All all Christians, active Christians, the prayers of your parents mm. have trickled down to you, so I'm throwing honor that way too. Um but yeah, just thank you so much. You guys have been so willing to help with anything we've yes. ever done. Will <laughs> like You've done so much for our team. We're so <laughs> thankful for that. We want to honour you for that. Thank so, you. yeah, that's my, from the bottom of my heart, just want to honour you guys and let you know what you're doing is amazing and I can't respect you more. Yeah. I just want to shine a light on you two and, like, the whole tech community. Like, turn the light around and put it at, like, the box at the back because, honestly, you do so much and we couldn't do half the things we do, particularly when we're talking about worship arts, which is, like, us. Yep. We couldn't do half the things we do without you. And especially you two do it without complaining. Like it's just so just flowing with love. It's like you pour your love out through tech and through your time and your effort. And so I just want to recognize you for that and say thank you for your service to the kingdom. Ultimately, it's for Jesus. And I know that your heart is for that. And so thank you. And we want to honor you for that because you don't get enough recognition. So yeah, thank you for that. And thank you for all the all the unseen things, the things we know about and the things we don't know about because there's a whole bunch we don't know that you do. And so I want to thank you for the unseen things you do as well. Mm-hmm. And to all the techies thank out you. there, this this for you, Will and James, but also I want to also throw a bit to all the techies out there because I don't think you get enough recognition. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No worries. Well, look, that probably wraps it up, to be completely honest. Yeah, I think so. Thanks so much for your time. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no problem. It's good to meet you. Hey, there we go. Wouldn't it be great if we were all together? That would be nice. Dan, you need to come to Sydney is what I'm hearing. It was very good.